0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the View from Jamestown podcast edition. This is episode 29. This is the August 2019 re recording. I'm sitting down with TCC president Rob Roach, GM of sales AJ Petrarca, and Latin American operations manager Javier Fernandez. Good morning, guys. Good
1: morning, Ben. Good morning.
0: In my head, I'm trying to make sure I remember everyone's titles and say it all correctly. You did well. Thank you. Thank you. It's the, I guess it's the 29th time I've done it. So I guess we're You're getting good at this. We're getting there. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is the August 2019 recording. Uh, I guess halfway through summer, maybe a little bit more halfway through summer. It's crazy to say that already.
2: Yeah, it is. It's um, it's already starting to dwindle. You're starting to see less people around, and uh, soon the the kids in the south will be going back to school, and the college kids were not far behind them. So,
0: yeah, I heard from a company they go back to school like this week. Wow. Which I think
2: is
1: early. Where is that? In Georgia. Wow. Wow. Well, it's
2: not even August yet. Yeah. They went back in July.
0: I think, I'm, what's it, Wednesday, tomorrow, or Friday, I think they said. They, they do like a two half days or something. It's amazing Easter.
2: because I always, as a kid, summer was three months. It was June, yeah. July, and August. Now it's July. Yep. And, you know, and, and, and where our office is in Jamestown, Rhode Island, is a, um, a tourist area. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you can see it get so much more pressured within July. And also, when, you know, August, September ends, there's nobody around. Yep. So it's like, it's crazy.
0: Which I'm okay with. I think Yeah, August, you know, that's kind of nice. September. We have
2: it all to ourselves yep. in the best time of the year.
0: Yep, exactly. Um, but yeah, exactly. So August uh, obviously means coming into the second half of the year officially. Uh, so we just got done with first half of the year. And in the second quarter, we're starting to see companies announcing how things are going for the first half of the year. And obviously um, keeping a track of our, our first half of the year and come to the end of the second quarter. Um, it's just kind of as an overview how are things going overall, how's things looking at a, at a high level. Uh,
2: well, our, our actual year-end is tomorrow, so uh, as I said in our office meeting yesterday, we're at the end of the race, and uh, we're starting a new race uh, on Friday, so um, the year was a good year. It was not certainly as robust as uh, the, I guess it would be 2017-2018 timeframe, um, but we, you know, we managed to do well. Um, coming down to more micro-level, uh, Q2 was very soft. Um, we were, you know, really declining our inventory since September of last year. We sort of saw this coming and I think we were very proactive about that. So, uh, overall TCC is in great shape. Um, the good news is after a soft second quarter, July seemed and is pretty strong and August is looking to be stronger. So, um, that's the good news and we're hopeful that this next fiscal year for us will be a really good one. But overall, 2019 as a whole, I wouldn't say it's a good year, and it's kind of starting to now, not kind of, it is reflecting in, in the numbers of, of some of the people in our industry, and and we'll get to that, I think, in a little while. Yeah,
0: it's been interesting to see the the kind of consensus seems to be that things are slowing down a little bit, yet the stock market continues to rise. It's interesting to see those kind of go in two separate directions.
2: Well, the rich are getting richer. You know, the big companies are, are – are, really in control in D.C. right now, um, and that's not a surprise, but you know, when these big conglomerates uh, grow and are allowed to get stronger, it doesn't help the smaller companies, and, and small business employs far more than large business, so yep. the way the economy is structured right now is not beneficial to small businesses. It's really beneficial to the giants, and And something that, you know, is kind of disappointing is is just to see the death of retail. I mean, we go by malls and they're empty, you know, strip malls, they're empty. It's just, it's just non-existent in places anymore. And and these companies like Walmart and Family Dollar and things are the only retail around. Uh, Amazon is completely crushed, you know, small businesses and things like that. So it's not a pretty picture.
0: Yep. I think one of the biggest things that's contributed to some of that has been the the trade war concerns and the two guys sitting to my left and right obviously keep a very close eye on that with either products we're bringing in from from China or products that are coming in and obviously going to South America, Latin America, two things that are important for us. Um, So there were quote-unquote constructive talks in July, and then talks are set to resume, I guess, in Washington in September. So we're kind of in a wait-and-see period, but obviously that's still been a a big concern and something we're keeping a, a close eye on.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised about how little talks there are about it. I don't, I don't hear about it. I mean, the tariffs are there, and and there's not really much being done. Um, it seems to to get those, um, you know, put put back to where they should be, you yeah. know. Um, but I don't know. I guess Rob was right when he said it's going to be a long time. You know, yeah. <laughs> back at the AFPM, he was. Uh, you can call the pessimist, but, you know, here mm-hmm. we are, and they're still here, not, you know, no, yep. no end in sight. It's a big issue. And yesterday, Trump came out and said that
2: if he's reelected, it's going to get far worse, the trade war with China. So, uh, also, my father sent out an email, an article the other day that was interesting that, you know, the exports from China were some 5% uh, to the USA of their total exports. So, we're really just a small piece of the export market for China. Mm. You also have to consider the fact that prior to the trade war, there was the environmental, um, you know, new environmental policies throughout China that uh, are still in effect and still having an effect within China, where plants are shutting down uh, because they're too close to uh, cities and things like that. They're having to move. Um, there, there's no rhyme or reason to it. You know, they have all these sort of, I guess, what would be considered EPA agents in the USA, and they just go out every day and they look for people that are polluting, which I think is a good thing because, you know, there's there's a lot of problems in China with pollution, but the way it's being handled is, um, without any concern for supply chains.
3: Yeah, they, just, they just go there and
2: close, close the shops. Yeah, yeah and, 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 <laughs> and we're in the chemical industry, we know these plants are continuous, and to close them down and yeah. to bring them back up is a very expensive thing. So yeah. uh, the supply chain from China is is, is getting more critical um, each day, and we're also hearing that they're extremely slow in, in all of Asia, extremely slow in all of Europe, and I think Javi will concur, extremely slow in all of Latin America. So. Some of the feedback we're getting for usa is people want more volume here because it's not elsewhere so uh which is good for us you know we're getting the support and 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 you know getting out there and and selling more products in the us when when hopefully this economy will stay up
0: i don't know javi you were just saying that you're running into import products more and more in south america and latin america that should, historically were either on par with pricing or wasn't really a concern now all of a sudden yeah
3: you know finding other products from india from finding product from china europe east europe so traditionally they were they weren't in that market now you find them there so it's the competition it's 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 a lot and especially it's a small market so it's, it's very tough yeah. at the moment
0: yeah, where historically it wouldn't have been as big a focus, but now with the U.S., yeah. less in play, it's... Yeah, yeah. that burden has to go somewhere, yeah. you know. Yeah. So something to keep an eye on. That's personally one of the biggest things that's been interesting for me to watch is, okay, China, U.S., there's this trade war going on, but that volume has to go somewhere, and it's going to affect all these other markets and, and locations downstream.
2: Another troubling thing is Brexit, you know, and the, and the, and the new, I guess, his prime minister, is it um, I forget his name, but... Um, it looks like they're going to be pushing for Brexit and to make Brexit happen, and I think that could could be disastrous for Great Britain and for the EU. If it, you know, yeah. it's already having some real critical impact on the uh, uh, all of the EU, along with Portugal, Greece, Italy, et cetera, and their 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 um, deficits. So um, the reports out of Europe are very concerning, you know, demand wise and and how slow they are.
0: Just one more big. Geopolitical concern going on. Right. Any one of these in themselves would be a big deal, and all of a sudden you got all of them at the same time.
2: And then Iran, you know, and the skirmishes in the Persian Gulf. I mean, it's you know, it's it, that that in itself is also something that would be you know a, a, a news headline.
0: Yep. Yeah, and speaking of Europe, one other thing we're keeping a close eye on. It seems like, or it doesn't seem like, it's it's been seen that Europe's having another drought this year and another. Set of heat waves, and we're closely watching the Rhine River again, which obviously was a huge issue this time last year. Maybe a little bit later in the year last year, after they saw the heat waves, and the Rhine River levels were at an all-time low. We're we're starting to creep towards those levels again, and could be a major issue in some supply chains.
2: It's not only a major issue in supply chains; the GDP of Germany has been affected by this. Um, you know, there's, and a lot of them, a lot of these uh, businesses are, you know, uh, government. Is involved with the business and whatnot, so it's it's having a major impact, and we're already hearing that cargos are having to be, um, you know, cut by a quarter to a half in moving traffic through the Rhine. So already, that's having a more an impact. It, it things are more expensive to make because you're paying more to move less, yep.
3: or you're paying the same amount moving less, mm-hmm. which equates to higher prices. So and that's early because last year we saw it toward the fall, like October. Uh, October timeframe, so it's not looking good this year. So going to be ready. I have to have fill the
1: tanks. Do you know if they take any drastic measures like dredging or something like that to mitigate this? Because this seems like a and a continuing problem the last couple of years. Well, I have. One of the things I remember was just a couple of weeks ago they showed like a, um, a
2: temperature map of Europe, and it was like. Purple. It was so hot. It was wow. amazing. It, and uh, but yeah, t- to your point, Aj. I, you know, I have heard one very major chemical producer has invested in um, like those the, the air cushion things. Mm-hmm. What are they called? The, the um, uh, they they come up on air, so you don't have any
1: oh, like a hovercraft.
2: Like a hovercraft really? type. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that'll, kidding. A hovercraft type barge to move products because then there's no. Um, there's no ballast that pushes you down and creates depth, so it actually lifts it up. It's very expensive, but they were able to continue to move product. Uh, I, I didn't hear that from the horse's mouth, but I did hear that that it got that desperate no. last year, and I wouldn't be surprised. But they, they, I think what I have also heard is that the majors that are along the Rhine River are really looking at you know the next ten to twenty years and what's going to happen with the Rhine River and the overwhelming demand for water versus the available supply. So maybe they might have to move or shut down or something, you know, if this continues. So right. it's definitely a major thing that we should stay on top of.
0: Yeah, it becomes less a one bad season and more, maybe this is just the new norm and something you gotta deal with. Right. Unfortunately. Right. So something also to to keep a close eye on. Um have any updates with uh, Latin America? Uh, I know we've spoke about Venezuela a bunch. Of any yeah, any mainly
3: mainly Venezuela. The the delegates for both governments are meeting in Barbados uh, today and this week, and Norway is the mediator. So let's see how it goes. Uh, both look,
0: both governments you mean the two Venezuelan the two sides.
3: Venezuelan sides yeah. are meeting. That both delegates have uh, their meeting. So kind of negotiation, looking for a peace treaty for an end, a peaceful and of, of 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 everything that's going on in Venezuela so hopefully hopefully Norway does a good job mediating and finding a good way out of this mess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's
0: been it's been ongoing.
3: Yeah, it's it keeps on going. It's really bad, but we still have some business there and but it's, it's yeah.
0: And obviously goes way beyond just Chemical industry and in oh, business—it's—it's yeah. it's people's lives
3: and
1: yeah, it goes far beyond that. But they are still producing some some things there.
3: Oh yeah, they still there's still they're still people producing probably at 20 30 uh, percent. There's still factories. There's still people producing.
1: No, yeah.
3: hmm. limping along, right? Yeah,
2: compared to what it was. Well,
0: it's like you mentioned—it's so expensive to st- stop a plant and start a plant back up. At least keeping it at some capacity must be, yeah. you know. Well, Stop stopping a plant has got to be
3: the worst case their area. petroleum industry is really beat up right now because of that because they have nowhere to really go with yeah. it. nowhere to go with the sanctions they have nowhere to go so they have to in, uh, the logistics have before they come to the US now with the sanctions they have to go to Iran to China so the logistics have increased a lot
0: yeah okay. so hopefully positive news maybe maybe coming for the next next episode maybe have something o- o- positive hopefully. to say hopefully fingers hopefully. crossed fingers crossed yes um, price updates and trends coming into August. Seems like things have been pretty soft, pretty flat across the board. Crude oil and natural gas both very flat for July. Uh, Brent crude was down a dollar or two, but seems like things are, are pretty flat across the board uh, coming here in August.
2: Yeah, propylene up a penny and a half. I think benzene up somewhere around 12 cents a gallon, which isn't much. Uh, you know, you see, uh, like you mentioned, oil and gas is pretty flat. Um, so overall, you know, it's, it's either flat or there's competitive activity to maintain business, I'd say, as a general.
0: Yeah. I guess it's very unexciting price update this month. I mean, there's not, not a whole lot to say. <laughs> I mean,
2: there's <laughs> so much for us to talk about geopolitically and the problems of the world, but, in, and it's, um, but there's not a lot to talk about raw material-wise there. Right. It's pretty flat.
0: Yeah. Yeah, glycol is a similar thing. So yeah, I'm mostly
1: cool. supply-demand-driven. DEG got a little tight... Um, you know, so it was an uptick in, in uh, pricing coming into August, but MEG is still still soft and you know plenty of availability so that that um, you know, kind of came down a little bit. But like I said, largely supply demand driven at this point.
0: Yeah, and one thing we mentioned too, kind of along the same path is the, the low import activity that we're seeing coming into the into the US.
2: Yeah, there's no real reason for people to you know, gamble on bringing in volumes right now to thinking that they might be able to take advantage of forthcoming price increases. Um, the demand is very low. Um, so people are becoming more, um, you know, dependent on local supply when they need it. Because, um, you know, the demand being soft, it's just, you know, when when something comes up, we go out and buy it. So um, most of our product is stored locally uh, in North America, South America. So that's pretty good for us. Um, but, yeah, we've been seeing a, a far less imports, and, and it's been... Uh, very visible in the last couple months, yep,
0: yeah. yeah, it seems like as a as a factor of everything with prices coming down with the tariffs and trade wars and uncertainty on that front not, right not surprising to see
2: not surprising at all uh,
0: featured products, new products kind of on our own side. One thing I know we wanted to mention is uh, zinc oxide, product we've done for a little bit, but something that we have a position on in the states
3: yeah, that's a one product that we store we store locally uh has widely used has it can be used in food paints, plastics, uh, so we, we store it uh, locally. We have two different grades, but there are more than 10 grades available. So give us a call uh, for your
1: zinc oxide uh, needs. It's kind of interesting how diverse, that's used everywhere from ag to cosmetics and everything in everything between. Everything in between. You know, it's used mm-hmm. everywhere. So yeah. um, it's kind of
3: interesting in that respect. Yeah, and it's made, made here in the US.
1: Yeah, give uh, give us a
0: call. Send Javier WhatsApp, whatever, WhatsApp, whatever, you text message,
3: whatever you need. <laughs> Go find him at the beach
0: <laughs> <laughs> or the bar. Yeah,
3: <laughs> at a Tiki Bar. I
0: don't know. You look a little look a little sick. Maybe have to take the rest of the day off to, after I this. Might, I might
3: have to take the day off. There's something going around in Jamestown. I, I don't know, know what yeah. it is. I don't know.
0: You're saving power in the in the building next door. There's not going to be anybody in there.
2: It's called the sun's out. <laughs> It's a beautiful day. Everybody's sick.
0: Speaking of the sun being out, uh, obviously trade show season seems to be a little bit quieter in the summertime. Seeing that right now, uh, July had one or two. Uh, August seems pretty slow, but then it's starting to pick back up in September. So we're starting to talk about some of the upcoming shows and and conferences that we got going on. Uh, AJ, you want to run through those for us?
1: Yeah, so first in September we'll be exhibiting at Chemicals America, again in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, That's been a great show for us the last uh, six or seven years, so we'll be down there again. uh, Myself, Ben, Corey Mullins, and Ray Altenberger, so reach out to us for a a meeting. We've got lunches and dinners available, so happy to to get together with you guys down there.
0: Yeah, it's always a good one. We have people asking about that this week, if it's worth... Going or walking, and it's definitely one we'd we recommend for for most people in the industry.
1: Yeah, for sure. Based on the waiting list they have for for exhibitors to get in there, you know, still still a lot of uh, a lot of interest in the show, and, and a lot of people wanting to get in. So it's um you know probably one of the busier ones that that we do. It's only um I think it's two two days on the floor, right? Two days on the. I
0: think it's like a, it's like a day and a half this year, or something like that. Day and it's, a half. They, they that's
1: all. You, that's all you need. Yeah. Well they do a good job of keeping everybody there and, and intermingling and that. that's
2: a much better way to have a show. I yeah. mean these five, seven, ten day shows is yeah. monotonous almost. Yeah. yeah. I mean and you get to the last day or a couple days if it's a five day show, the last day is crickets, you know. Yeah. The first day is crickets and it's all in the middle. So if you can you know, for these show people, if they can make it a day or two, it'll just be more effective and efficient and it, it would be better exchanging of ideas because you'd have everybody there you know just like you're saying in, in a short period of time and uh, I think it's a it's a much better you know schedule yeah. It'd shorten it up
0: yeah 3pm cocktail hour on the show floor it's a, <laughs> well, that's a good idea. you guys
1: must like that well I think it, it's good because it keeps everybody there and yep. everybody loosens up with the with the beverage obviously so it's they do a good job of keeping <laughs> everybody on the on the show floor I think it's a great format yeah but um yeah, so and then after that we'll be out in Anaheim for the Camex show. Um, that's September 23rd through the 26th. Camex is is um, composites and uh, and resins and materials like that. Um, so I'll be out there with uh, Tim Driscoll, who's our composite manager. Um, same thing, you know. Reach out to us for a meeting. Happy to happy to um, meet with anybody um, anytime. So let we us ever, know. We ever
0: done a booth there, or is that the first time we've had it? A-
1: no, this will be park. our first time. Exhibit. First time. We've uh, we've walked it a couple times in the past, and it's been good. Um, so we we decided to go for a booth this year. And that's when it that bounces around, right? It was in like Florida
0: last year, California this year.
1: Yeah, last year it was in Florida, but it got canceled because of a hurricane, and they moved it to Houston, um, I believe. Um, but now they go. They usually do West Coast, East Coast, kind yep. of alternating back and forth. Yep.
0: Yeah, that'll be a good one. Yeah. Um, and we have the vinyl tech at the end of the end of the month uh, myself and Joe Diverse will be down at that one That's a that's a, it's a good show It's a little bit technical a little bit trade show format, which is nice So you kind of get the best of both worlds. They they do a good layout with that one uh, So we'll be sponsoring it. we have a tabletop booth as well um, in Akron, Ohio So if anyone's gonna be down at that, of course, let us know um, And then the two big big conferences come up at the end of the year the uh, EPCA and the APLA Appla.
2: Yeah, going back to Berlin uh, in October uh, for EPCA. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, should be interesting meetings over there, for sure, with everything that's going on. And then APPLA is all the way down in Buenos Aires oh, yeah. this year in November. Um, and uh, I have a feeling that might be somewhat more lightly attended. I've had a lot of people tell me it's become a somewhat redundant show and more local, um, and it's also a long way away. So, yeah. and with... You know, with the problems in Latin America and how small of a market is, um, you know, I'm hoping it'll be well attended, but I, I'm, I'm having some uh,
3: doubts about that. You yeah, know, we'll, see, we'll see how it is. Uh, last year it was in Mexico; it was well attended. Not just
0: not just Mexico.
3: Oh yeah, it was in Cancun. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but yeah, it's a long way. It's, it's a ten-hour flight, so it's, yeah, it's quite for wild. us. You know, for, yeah, for Europe, it's for, yeah for Europeans even longer. And, you know, from Asia, it's even
2: long, you know I mean? Mm. So it's, it's a long way away, mm-hmm. but, but yeah. And, you know, hopefully uh, looking forward to EPCA, APLA. Um, they're very important shows for us.
0: I assume you guys are starting to look at meetings and schedules. So obviously reach out if. if that's. Oh yeah. EPCA
2: it. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, already setting up meetings and dinners and everything. So yeah, now's the time.
0: Yep. Yeah. We'll have a link in the, hopefully if you're on the podcast, you also get the view email. Uh, so we'll have a, a link on there to set up a meeting. If that's something of interest, we can certainly get that done. Um, and then wrapping things up, some some inside news, um, kind of things going on within TCC. I'm just going to run through those.
2: Yeah. Um, well, tomorrow's the last day for Tom Ulch. After 45 years in the chemical industry, he's decided to hang it up and uh, and retire. So um, we wish Tom well. He's uh, been a very important part of the growth here at TCC. Super super bright guy, uh, talented, um, well respected. Mm-hmm. You know, after 45 years, he's one of the more respected guys in the industry and uh you know we're sad to lose his experience and knowledge um but you know at some point you know you got to enjoy life so best of luck tom and uh thank you for everything and um also just wanted to say uh that we gave a donation to the angioma uh foundation uh you know in the name of carol goodman uh forrest goodman who's um one of our original i think he was the fourth employee ever here at tcc um his wife carol passed away uh, unfortunately recently um she was a big part of the tcc family um even though she wasn't an employee she might as well have been she was an yep. amazing person really had a, a fun and funny personality and um and so uh, we're gonna we're gonna miss her it's it's gonna it's been tough uh for the tcc family to uh digest uh, how suddenly it happened and uh we're um here to support Forrest, and, and any uh, thoughts and prayers for Forrest are appreciated. And, uh, and if you'd like to give to the Angioma Foundation, Forrest and Carol lost their daughter to, uh, to angioma uh, only a couple of years ago. So, unfortunately, the family's had a lot of tragedy. So, um, Forrest chose the Angioma Foundation as sort of a way you could give in, in, in memory of Carol.
0: Yeah. And same thing. We'll put some details, um, depending where you're streaming this, if you scroll down, we'll have the link to the foundation in there, or it'll obviously have a look right up in the, in the view email as well. So two right. different ways to, to check that out. That's nice. But anything else wrapping things up for August? This
2: is kind of a Debbie Downer, uh, podcast, but A little I mean, bit. It's, it's just the way it is right <laughs> yeah. now. I mean, it's, it's really, you know, there's a lot of concern out there and, uh, you know, um, we're, you know, we've heard some some horror stories. I think, you know, I think what we talk about internally is that we're very lucky at TCC that we're a very diverse uh, company in terms of our products and, and our services. So that's uh, helping us in, in this critical time. And I uh, just want to, you know, thank our producing partners for their support. Um, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't be the company we are without them. Um, and right now in these critical times is when, uh, their support is needed most, so um, just to maintain market share and 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 maintain our our sales level and things like that. So, um, you know, I think maybe in our next podcast we can talk about you know how things have slowed down and mergers and acquisitions and there's just you know the industry's not rife with money anymore and that's not gonna, yeah. Yeah, you know we're going to see these things slow down. So there's a lot of things that the news that's matriculating to the surface right now is going to have an effect on. So um, even though it sounds like, you know, like I said, a Debbie Donner type of podcast, this is important times in our industry.
0: Yeah, I think one inter- interesting and I guess positive thing, too, is some of those reports coming out. You know, some companies have released their first half report and it's down 5 10 15%, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But the second half of those reports is this is what we're looking at for the next six months, the next 12 months, the next 18 months, which could be just a little... PR and and fluff, if you want to say that, but at the same time, it kind of gives a good time to stop and see what you guys are doing, what's working, what's not working Mm -hmm. and kind of evaluate your strategy for the next 12 to 18 months. So I think we see a lot of that and that's, that's a good, good thing out of a bad time, I guess you could say.
2: Right. I mean, it's cycles in this industry. We've already, we've seen this cycle before. Um, this time it's just not reflected in the stock market, you know, which just means the stock market is fake news. You know, it's just being held up by computers or, or the benefits that are being handed out or whatever, who knows? I am not a economic expert here, but, um, I just know what we see. And, um, you know, we, we do our best to make fair predictions. And I, and I think that thanks to you, Ben, in this podcast, I think it's a good way to get that information out and, and people hopefully can use this information to, to make, um, you know, purchasing decisions, or or maybe not purchasing decisions. So, yep. um,
3: better so, educated decisions. Or yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: educated decisions. You know, and uh, so thanks to the li- the listeners too that yeah. listen to our podcast.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, as always, obviously, podcast available wherever you stream your podcasts. Um, Apple uh, Podcast Store on the Google Play Store. Uh, it's always available on the view from uh, the, the chemco slash podcast. Uh, of course, we have our video version here, for, courtesy of the Kettle Bottom Creative Guys. Uh, it's available on all our social media channels, right in the website. Um, you want to go right to the YouTube channel? You're welcome to do that. So if you want to sit at your office and, and look at our four faces while you're streaming, you're more than welcome to. I don't know why you don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah, <laughs> just listen to it. A <laughs> bit of headline. Just, just listen. But as Rob said, we appreciate you guys listening, and we will catch you guys next time.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's